Welcome to the Upside Podcast, powered by Upside Global and hosted by Julian Blinn, founder and CEO of Upside Global. The Upside Podcast is listened to weekly by over 6,000 sports and tech executives from all sports leagues and teams in the United States and around the world. Julian has been developing technologies for professional sports teams for over 10 years and has worked for major tech companies along with sports tech startups. In each episode, Julian interviews global leaders in sports to share knowledge on emerging technology in the sports industry and how these technologies can help improve the performance of individuals and organizations both on and off the playing field. And now here's your host, Julian Blinn. So today we have the honor to interview Kevin Martin, CEO of the Quick Board, uh, that developed a visual training and rehab technology. So Kevin, welcome to the show. All right. Thank you for having me, Julian. It's an honor. Great. So uh, it's great to have you here. So Kevin, what I don't want to talk to you about today is first we'll talk about your background, your company and product, as well as the benefits for the teams and athletes to use your solution. And then we'll talk about your competitive advantage, your business model, and your plan for the next 12 months. How does it sound? Sounds great. And get into it. Great. So, uh, you know, first, could you start by telling us about your background? Yeah. So I am from Memphis, Tennessee, which I'm sure you may be able to tell uh, yeah. by a little bit of an accent. And uh, I'm back in Memphis now, but, uh, you know, grew up here uh, throughout childhood, then went to Auburn University uh, down mm -hmm. in Alabama, not Georgia. You know, sometimes people think it's in Georgia and um, actually played lacrosse down there. And, you know, that's kind of where I, I gained my, my passion for performance training because uh, mm -hmm. I would come back to Memphis in the summer times, um, you know, it, rather than staying in Auburn. And there was a renowned performance coach, you know, here in Memphis. He actually used to be a, the strength coach at University of Memphis. Yeah. Uh, you know, worked with athletes like Isaac Bruce, Anthony Hardaway, and many others. And uh, his name is Dean Lotz. He opened up his own private facility. Mm -hmm. And so I started training with him, became, you know, good friends with his son, uh, Bo Lotz, uh, who actually has a facility in Buckhead, you know, right there in the Atlanta area now, uh, Buckhead yep. Elite Training Studio. And, you know, the impact that Dean had on, on my performance, um, you know, in lacrosse, especially after the first summer that I trained with him, mm -hmm. you know, pretty profound and, and made an impact on me, made me a better player. And, and so that's where I gained my, my passion for performance training. And, mm -hmm. and Dean really had a unique training approach. Uh, it was kind of a mix of European and Soviet training methodologies. Yeah. Um, and he actually, you know, went on a, a trip. Uh, kind of a foreign exchange program trip where they met in Europe. I believe it was in France, if I remember correctly. Oh, so you did? Had, no, I didn't. This was Dean. Oh, this okay. Was Dean, my, my, you know, mentor on the, you know, the yeah. uh, strength side. And, um, you know, he kind of developed his own methodology based on, on that meeting. And, you know, once I, you know, completed my time, you know, at Auburn, you know, it was, I wanted to learn more. You know, hey, you know, what, how did this work? You know, learn more about his methodology. And yep. um, so I started working for him at his facility uh, after college. And and he had a, a concept, you know, room with kind of some experimental type of training equipment. And one of those devices was, you know, what is now known as as the quick board. But it was essentially then a, uh, you know, concept uh, training device. And uh, so became a performance coach. Um, you know, unfortunately Dean passed away. He was a NFL veteran. Oh, sure. Sure. 
And so that was a number of years ago. And so I went out on my own, trained athletes. And, you know, and then at that point in time, uh, you know, I, I knew there was a need, you know, for for that that device that I had trained on and, uh, you know, wanted to bring it to the market, make it available for, you know, athletes and coaches. That's great. And so your company is called the, the Quick Board. So could you tell us a bit more about your product and how it works uh, so that people, the teams who are listening to the call can understand how that could benefit them, right? Right, right. So it is, you know, considered a visual motor training technology. Um, so it consists of an iPad software. And mm-hmm. so athletes are focused on, you know, looking at an iPad and they're standing on a high impact sensor board. So we're sending real time movement data, you know, to the iPad software. So they're able to see that in real time. And the benefit with that is, is in what motor learning research teaches. You want to be focused on the outcome of your movement, not mm-hmm. the movement itself. Uh, because, you know, when you think about it, whether it's everyday life or in sports, um, you know, it's, it's often the case, your eyes are up, right? You know, mm-hmm. looking straight ahead, you know, taking in the environment, all that information is being processed through the, the eyes of the brain and then sending that information or uh, commands, you know, to arms, you know, legs. And yeah. it's a, we're trying to replicate that. And, you know, it's uh, the sensor board itself. Uh, we have seven sensor locations in it. Um, the layout, just kind of envision, it looks like five on a die. You know, it's got two dots, you know, up top, one dot in the middle, and then two at the bottom. And so it's a, it's a functional layout, um, similar or same thing as the old dot drill map, you know, which people are uh, familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, except now what we're doing is we're really, you know, enhancing the training benefit by providing you real-time feedback and objective data for all of the tests and exercises that you're performing. That's great. Now, I know that you work with the majority of the NBA team, right? For example, um, what, what's the, the typical setting and how, let's say, an NBA team or athlete would use it? Uh, do they use it after practice, before practice? Uh, what is the use case there? Yeah, and, you know, it really depends on the team. You know, yeah. Uh, of, you know, kind of the the system that they have in place. You know, everybody mm-hmm. kind of has their use case. Um, you know, one, one instance is, you know, we actually have a two sensor board. Uh, so it only has two sensors on it. So, you know, yeah. much, uh, much smaller footprint and some teams actually travel with that and they use that to track, uh, the players, mm-hmm. uh, performance on what we call foot fire, which is essentially just, you know, explosive quickness. And one yeah. of the teams, uh, one of the strength coaches is actually found a, a significant correlation to vertical jump. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's in some ways kind of monitoring that without having those players jump and uh, you know, they do enough jumping throughout the season yeah. and um, you know, so, so they're able to monitor uh, preparedness, what they look like game to game. And at mm-hmm. the same time, um, you know, kind of get that nervous system firing, right. Kind of that potentiation. Yep. And um, so they, they have the players perform, you know, a few rounds of the foot fire, five seconds. So there's yep. you know, no fatigue. You know, we, we have 10 second versions and, and longer, but the five seconds, you know, really, you know, reduces the, uh, the work required and they're mm-hmm. able to get some good data off of that. So uh, preparedness um, also uh, testing, you know, for, you know, uh, draft picks coming through. Yep. 
You know, they like to see, you know, what they look like from, you know, that uh, potentiation standpoint, you know, how explosive are they? And it's a very simple pattern. You know, it's not, um, you know, a complex movement, which of course, you know, entails technique. Um, So they test them on foot fire. Also some of our reaction exercises. So we have regular reaction, which is single color, which is when it lights up, you respond to the corresponding sensor board. And then there's neurocognitive reaction uh, that we have in there. And we have a couple different capabilities uh, for neurocognitive. One is the go, no go task, which mm-hmm. everybody's you know, familiar with for upper extremity testing, you know, targeting decision making. Um, and then we have the array, which is a discrimination task where all locations on the iPad light up. You have mm-hmm. to distinguish which one is, you know, the go color. And uh, so we're, you're just, really looking into, you know, a couple different components and enhancing the cognitive demands, you know, trying to replicate those processes, you know, that occur during sport. And then rehabilitation is, is another aspect. So we're hitting all three phases, testing, training, and rehab, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, with the quick board and, you know, what we're doing in rehab is reinforced by neuroplasticity research uh, which is, you know, one of the things that that they're finding is it's important to incorporate uh, visual motor training in rehab mm-hmm. uh, in, in order to address those neurological effects of injuries and, you know, restore those pathways between the brain and the feet. So okay. m- most commonly, you know, the the testing and training is is, you know, how they like to implement it. But then some teams are using it for rehab as well. Interesting. Now, I'm sure through your, um, I guess, your software, right, you can visualize that it's on a, on a tablet. At some point, you understand after a few sessions, the baseline for each athlete, correct? That's right. And and we have, you know, uh, a team can come up with their own testing protocols, you know, yeah. based on, based on, you know, maybe some, some uh, proprietary knowledge that they have, you know, mm-hmm. that they want to create their own testing protocols, which they're able to do with our software. Yeah. But we also have an agility rating in the software. And, you know, that's looking at uh, it consists of four exercises and we give them an agility rating report immediately after. So it consists of a composite score, gives you an idea of symmetry based on reaction times and also ground contact times. You know, so are they favoring one side versus the other? And uh, then we're we're showing you a radar chart compared to the best uh, results in our database. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking at explosiveness, reaction, proprioception, accuracy, movement efficiency, and symmetry. And so yeah. you have, you know, a good number of, of data points there and you're seeing how, you know, those athletes compare. Yeah. I mean, uh, compare within the same team and maybe other teams in the same league or? Right now it's to all of the the best results in our database, you know, yeah. but we have a software update you know, coming up here pretty soon where they'll be able to isolate it to, you know, within the team's database and, and they'll be able to see how they compare to, you know, any player that's ever come through, you know, their uh, facility. And maybe you had like a gamification engine so they can compete against each other or something. Yeah, that's right. And and that's what, you know, in terms of the, the motor learning benefit, um, you know, it's all about keeping them motivated, right? And goal oriented. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, during an exercise, not only are we showing them how many touches they have, how many errors, uh, if there are going to be errors tracked with certain exercises, yeah. but we also show a real-time progress bar at the bottom that's mm-hmm. 
showing them in real time how they're doing versus their best result for that exercise. So it's, you know, at the very bottom of the screen. And if the bar, it starts in the middle, if it goes mm -hmm. to the right and it's green, that means you're ahead of your best result. If they start going down and it crosses the middle to the left and it turns red, that means you're behind. And so it's going to bounce back and forth, you know, if you're right around it or it'll stay green if you stay ahead or, you know, red, of course, if you're, you're not going to get that best result. That's and so great. That, uh, I was going to say that alone on the training and rehab side, you know, uh, clinicians and, and uh, you know, coaches, you know, really love that capability because, again, it, it motivates them and gets the best out of the players, you know, uh, with every exercise. That makes sense. Uh, uh, two quick follow-up questions on what you said. Uh, one is, can you give me examples of athletes, right? Maybe an NBA player where you saw an impact on their performance during the game or uh, maybe the rehabilitation. Uh, have you guys been able to quantify that and, and see the results on the court? That's my first question. Second question is, um, I know, you know, it's been used by basketball team, right? But um, and we work, for example, with lots of soccer teams, uh, you know, hockey teams, um, tennis clubs, tennis academies, football teams. Um, so I'm assuming your product is applicable, right, for other sports as well. Right. Right. Yeah. One thing uh, one thing that we found and uh, that's been communicated to us uh, in terms of, for instance, uh, talent identification is yeah. I mean, the foot fire alone. Um, you know, really gives you a quick, um, you know, input on, you know, how explosive that athlete is. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, you know, with the agility rating, you're also seeing, you know, the responsiveness, you know, yeah. and, and how quickly they're reacting. So, you know, we have had, you know, reported to us, you know, some, some correlations there uh, that have really given some teams insights uh, into, you know, talent identification. And, uh, you know, of course, that's that's one of the most critical parts, right, is is knowing, you know, who's who's going to help the team the most and, and who's going to have the, the long term value. And yeah. uh, so that's something that we're, we're investigating further and, uh, you know, collaborating, you know, on research uh, to really dial that in and, and enhance the, you know, that assessment component with the agility rating uh, to yeah. uh, further identify, you know, athletes. Uh, who who have a high ceiling? That makes sense. Uh, now, I, so within the team, right in the staff, who's typically using your product? Is that are they the, the strength coaches primarily? Yes, yes. On the the NBA side, the strength coaches, and you know some of the staffs it floats over to that athletic training room. Uh, yep. But like anything else, I mean, everybody has technologies, right? And it's it's all about time. So, um, you know, on the NBA side, uh, it would be more strength coaches. Um, mm -hmm. You know, for instance, in the NFL, you yep. know, you're looking at it's a numbers game, right? You, you know, you've got a lot of guys that that you're trying to get in there and you know to to complete you know their workout for the day. So it yep. can be a little more challenging, you know, for those those larger team sizes. Um, so on that end, you know, you're, you're seeing it more on the sports medicine side, you know, rehabilitation, baseline, um, you know, that sort of thing. But in terms of teams, you know, with a um, with, you know, less players than like a American football team, mm -hmm. then they are using it, you know, mostly on on the training side. OK, that makes sense. And so 
what are the typical feedback that you get from the teams as far as the things they like the most about your product? What do they typically tell you? Why they like it so much? Hey, you know, I think the important thing with any technology, you know, and, yeah. and what we get feedback on is time efficiency. And that's mm -hmm. one thing that that I've tried to dial in is just with my experience in training athletes is, is, you know, time is a huge limitation, especially mm -hmm. with technology. I mean, you can have the best technology in the world, but you don't have all the time in the world. Uh, so time efficiency, having a technology that when you introduce it, it's actually going to, you know, function as a staff member and provide value on the data side. Uh, that's why we have not only a, a library of exercises, you know, anything from reaction, neurocognitive reactions, speed, uh, quickness, coordination. We have single leg hops. Um, and, and so the list goes on. But to help make sense of that and how to, to implement it is we have a whole section in the app that already has pre-programmed protocols. So anywhere from rehab protocols for ACL, mm -hmm. uh, but then also training protocols. And in terms of time efficiency, the way we, we you know, try to improve that you know, beyond just protocols is with the agility rating. After an athlete performs an agility rating, then our software actually recommends which workout they need to perform. Interesting. Uh, and, and so it saves them that, that, you know, step of, okay, well, what they, sh what now? So we're, we're trying to remove that step, you know, and, and, you know, help them say, okay, here's what they need to be doing, uh, you know, to improve their agility. And then when they re and then when they retest after a period of time, whether that's, you know, four weeks, six weeks, um, you know, then it'll, of course, recommend based on where they are then. And, mm -hmm. and on top of that, um, you know, when the let's say the athlete comes in for their, um, you know, follow up, you know, training, you know, the, the coaches in, in some instances, athletes come in, get their warm up and then they tell them, hey, go do your recommended quick board protocol. And the athlete can pull it up and it's already pre-programmed, um, you know, with automation as well. So they have, um, you know, pre-programmed number of sets, rest time. And if they want it to, um, you know, be consecutive, the exercises to be consecutively performed or if they want it to circuit. And once they press the start button, then it'll roll them through that entire workout, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever the time frame may be, and they don't have to touch the iPad. And in between exercises, we're showing them the demo video of the upcoming exercise, reminding them, hey, here's what this exercise, you know, how it's performed. And we're also keeping them goal oriented. We're showing them what their last result was for that exercise and what their best result is for that exercise. So again, motivating, keeping them goal oriented, constantly pushing them to, to achieve their best. And, and so that's what I would say that teams, you know, not only do they like the unique aspect, the, the eye foot, you know, uh, benefit mm -hmm. and, and the, the data points they get there, but the, you know, the ease and time efficiency of actually, you know, implementing it, you know, on a daily or weekly basis. Yeah. I think it's, you, you guys really uh, thought it through, right. As far as the, the recommendation, uh, it looks like you're you provide recommendation based on the profile. You keep track of the result. I mean, it's you know this is what you need to do, right, to really appeal to the the teams, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I think it's great. Uh, so you know that's tied to my next question, which is more about 
what do you think are your competitive advantage, right? So there's a lot of people might say, oh, you know, I've seen those types of products out there. I look similar to that. So what do you think is your competitive advantage? What would you tell a team who's listening to this podcast and thinking that way? What would you tell them right now? Yeah. And, you know, it's, we often, you know, get the, the statement of, oh, well, we have, you know, the dots on the floor or, you know, we have tape. Yeah. Data would be nice, but, you know, again, it's, it's our um, kind of knowledge of, of motor learning and, and increasing the likelihood of training, transferring to sport. And, and that's where I mentioned it earlier, but, you know, more specifically, uh, it's the constrained action hypothesis, which, you know, what, what that, you know, is, you know, what that teaches is internal focus, which is, you know, often how exercises are performed. That's where a player or an athlete's focus is on the actual body movements. And so what they've found is that that can constrain the motor system and interfere with automatic control processes. So it, it can actually be detrimental, um, you know, for uh, performance outcomes. And whereas external focus is um, focused on the outcome of your movement, or in our case, focused on the real-time feedback on the iPad, and that's more of an automatic motor control, um, you know, un- unconscious, fast and reflexive uh, processes. So I would say that's one thing, you know, we've worked with uh, universities in, in dialing in that, that methodology. We have published research showing that training on the quick board has significantly improved laser time, whole body change of direction and mm-hmm. also balance. And we were continually, um, you know, having quick board, um, you know, in studies to, to prove that. That's right. um, on the rehabilitation side. Um, but, you know, also, you know, in terms of competitive advantages, it's the time that QuickBoard's been on the market. Um, you know, I think I, I neglected to say earlier that, you know, I launched this company uh, back in uh, 2009. Uh, I brought it to market. So the length of time that QuickBoard has been on the market, um, yeah. you know, we've really dialed in the sensor board design and manufacturing process. There's no weight limit on the sensor board. And uh, we also, you know, as, as we discussed with the automation and the agility rating is we listen to the needs of the market. And so that drives our continual investment, um, you know, in new capabilities and software improvements. And, um, you know, so it's, it's like anything else. It's, you, you think, you know, best, um, you know, based on research and, and what that's telling us. But at the same time, you know, you need to talk to your customers and see what's working for them. Um, you know, of course, time, you know, is a, is a, uh, you know, very important factor. And, and so the automation and, and, you know, progress reporting and agility rating report, um, you know, those have all been developed over time, you know, based on, you know, the market need and, and what teams have expressed to us what they're looking for. Well, that's right. That's exactly the right approach that you need to have, right? Like I, I got lots of experience in product development and I always like to go and ask my customer, you know, why am I trying to find, build a future that nobody, nobody wants? It makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. just go and ask them what they want, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it makes sense. Uh, hey, so can you talk to me a, a little bit about your, your business model, right? So, um, uh, what's the you know is there what's the price range you know for for the product? Can you give us a sense of you know the cost? 
Yeah. So, you know, we, we have a hardware component, which is the, the sensor board. And we have two different sensor boards. We have the HD sensor board, uh, which is a smaller size sensor board. So it's 41 inches uh, by 31 inches. And they're about a half an inch thick. So they're not, you know, excessively tall. Uh, And then we have an HD Pro uh, sensor board, which is 47 inches by 37 inches. And, um, you know, that, of course, is more for, you know, your, um, you know, more elite athletes, high school, you know, college pro. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the price range, the HD board is 2200 and the HD Pro is 2400 And then, you know, they're made in the U.S. So I'm based in Memphis. They're made right outside of Memphis. And mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, it, we, want, we want to keep the manufacturing, you know, close by. So that way we have a close relationship with with the manufacturer and, and um, you know, are able to approach them with any, you know, design changes and, and you know, have a, a good relationship with them. And then in addition to the sensor board cost, we have, you know, a software subscription uh, mm-hmm. just due to the nature of the, the uh, you know, cost to pain and continually improve the software. Um, you know, it's just it's something that that we had to do, but it, it provides, you know, a better technology, you know, to to the end user. And we're able to. Um, you know, get feedback from them. Hey, we want to see these capabilities. You know, for instance, we're, you know, working on, um, you know, new improvements that we're going to be launching, you know, here in the, the coming months. Uh, we're yeah. adding more, more neurocognitive tasks in there, uh, which I think will be critical for talent identification. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, also, for instance, vertical jump. So we do, we have vertical jumps in there, um, you know, single leg, three jumps, single leg, one jump. Uh, drop jumps, uh, but we're adding more, you know, uh, jump tests in there and um, also looking to add a neurocognitive assessment. So it's, it's um, not a static software. Um, You know, we're continually, you know, kind of keeping, keeping, you know, our, our uh, communication with teams and facilities, what they Mm -hmm. want to see. And everybody gets updates. There's no, you know, fee for access to an update. It's if you have, you know, a subscription, then then you're getting everything. And the subscription costs range between one hundred to two hundred dollars a month. And, okay. and it depends on, you know, how many athletes you have and then also, you know, requirements for, for instance, on like an enterprise. Like we work with, you know, large physical therapy networks and they have more, you know, more demands for um, you know, needs in terms of, you know, HIPAA and security and that sort of yep. thing. So, you know, that, that also determines what that is, but again, it's just 100 to 200 a month. We try to keep it simple, you know, not a huge mm-hmm. range of, um, you know, pricing options and to distinguish ourselves, um, you know, from other companies and, and really, um, you know, improve the value proposition, you know, with that, that software subscription, you know, it has a, a sensor board service agreement where, you know, if somebody drops a dumbbell on there, it's happened, yeah. uh, not just making that up. Or, you know, if it's plugged in charging, uh, then, and somebody kicks the the charger, then, you know, anything like that is covered. We just ship a, a, a replacement part, you know, no questions asked. So it's essentially better than, than Apple care, um, in, in that uh, sense, you know, there's no fee for, you know, a replacement part. Cause in the end, we want our customers to stay up and going and it doesn't do, do anyone any good, 
um, to be down and, and uh, you know, kind of going back and forth about, you know, paying for this part here, this part there. That makes sense. Uh, I forgot to ask you, so your software, is it available in multiple languages, like maybe Spanish or, uh, you know, uh, other than English, I mean? Right. Right now, it's it's only in English. And yeah. uh, so it's, you know, I would say right now that really hasn't been a barrier. Um, you know, we've you know sold systems all over the world between, you know, China, Israel, um, mm-hmm. you know, throughout Europe um, and, um, you know, South America. So, you know, it's it's something that, you know, we'll we'll be looking into. But I will say that, you know, it it, it hasn't created an issue, you know, up to this point, only being available you know in English. Just make sure to add the French language when you get a chance. Okay. So, so just for me. Um, so, hey, uh, um, so the next question is, what, what are your plans for the next 12 months? What are you trying to achieve? Maybe you're looking to raise some money, expand into new sports, new leagues, uh, add some new features. What, what are your plans? Yeah, so it's, you know, I believe, you know, we may be, you know, looking to to raise capital. Um, you know, right now it's, it's um you know, been fortunate enough where, you know, where sales, you know, you know, cash is king. So, you know, sales have been able to, you know, help us, you know, get to this point, you know, but always, always open to hearing from, you know, strategic, you know, investors and partners on that front, because like anything else, it can, it'll just, you know, speed everything up. Right. And so that's always an option in my mind. And in, in having those sort of conversations, um, you know, we do have, you know, some uh, new technologies, you know, that we're working on. So we have a yep. couple projects, um, you know, don't don't quite want to mention, you know, what what they are yet, you know, because mm-hmm. there is some, some lead time in there. But it's something yep. that's complementary to what we're currently doing and opportunities, yep. you know, that we see in, mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, helping teams and athletes, um, you know, uh, really increase performance and, and then also, um, you know, for tracking, uh, athletes and, and individuals, uh, in addition to those sort of projects, uh, some studies, you know, that we have coming up, you know, we have, you know, for instance, um, you know, a, a university conducting, um, the effects of cognitive dual task on knee valgus. Um, and so that's, that's being used with, our neurocognitive reaction stability exercises where you're stabilizing on one leg, reacting with the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one study that we actually have going on right now. Uh, we have a vertical jump validation study that that should be published later this year. Uh, and it compared the quick board uh, vertical jump uh, versus motion capture. And that looked, you know, from what I was told that, that it looked, um, you know, it was, it was really good results. So we're excited about That's that. Yeah. And just to clarify, it's, it's, it functions similar to, you know, like your, your typical jump mats out there, you know, the timing we're providing uh, airtime and then using a formula to then, you know, provide you with an estimated jump height. And then for the multi-jump tests, uh, we provide, you know, reactive strength index. So uh, that's another study, uh, the vertical jump front. And then with the agility rating, you know, we have, you know, one facility, uh, physical therapy uh, clinic, uh, they've seen correlation between the agility rating and uh, force plate data. And uh, so that's going to be a study that we're going to get, get, uh, you know, started up 
later this year and uh, also begin a larger scale ACL study. Because right now we have a uh, orthopedic clinic that's conducting uh, an ACL rehab study. And they're finding that compared to match controls, that quick board athletes or uh, patients are meeting return to sport criteria 30 to 40% faster uh, with better outcomes. And, you know, they're not rushing athletes back because obviously there's, you know, time for proliferation and and healing. Uh, But the important thing is that they're meeting that criteria faster and it gives, you know, the clinicians or, you know, sports medicine staffs more time with that athlete to really focus on that bridging, you know, back to sport. Well, that's great because we do publish studies. So, right. So just um, last Friday, we published a study on uh, concussion and the event that happened with um, uh, the NFL player, right? Uh, sorry, we got, sorry. It was about uh, the cardiac arrest that the NFL player had yes. uh, not too long ago. So I'm a big fan of studies. So by any means, you know, if you have that available, when you have that available, send it over to me and we could we could publish that. So um, last okay. question, right? We, we're, we're in the middle of the NBA playoffs. Uh, I went to the, uh, the the Miami Heat game against the Knicks in Miami the other day. I've been watching all, you know, all the games. Uh, you know, you've got the Miami Heat, the Celtics, and the Nuggets. So you work with lots of NBA teams. So what do you think is going to win? And what's going to be the NBA final, do you think? Uh, I would say the, what do we got, the Nuggets? And um, I'm going to have to go with the Miami Heat. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty impressive what they just lost their first game in the playoff. Um, I think they'll find a way to win. Uh, it seems like they, you know, everything came together, you know, uh, at the right time and yeah. the team's playing well together. And, uh, you know, that's that's invaluable to have. And uh, I, I think, you know, they'll be able to, to pull through and close the series out. But we, and and then, I, I, I hope I think I hope you're right. Um, I like the Miami Heat too. I think, you know, with seven undrafted players, what they've done, uh, that's kind of unheard of, right? Uh, and, and as far as the final, do you think the Nuggets are going to win? Do you think the Miami Heat are going to win? That's tough because you have two two teams that are just really playing at a high level. Um, yeah. You know, I would say, um, you know, the Nuggets, I mean, is if, you know, kind of go by – by my gut, uh, you know, again, they're they're just playing great basketball right now, and uh, so I, I, my answer will be the Nuggets. Okay, well, we'll see. You know, we'll see. But I'll, I'll be a. It should be a fun final anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to watch. Well, look, we we at the end of the podcast. So I want to thank you for for your time today. Thank you, and good luck with everything. All right. Thank you so much, Julian. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To access past episodes and other research, articles, and analysis of sports technology, please visit our website, theupside.us. Subscribe to the Upside newsletter and receive full access to our sports tech business letter and website. Royalty-free music is provided by ibaudio.com. The Upside podcast provides timely insights and interviews with global leaders in sports technology. Until next time, keep looking to the Upside.